0: Son and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. you. A warm welcome to St Bride's Church this morning for this funeral mass <laughs> for Betty Murray. Welcome to Liz and Bernie, her daughters, Gina's sister, Morris, her grandchildren, Robin and Gemma and Lisa and Megan, uh, and all the family members who are here with us today and family friends. Later on, uh, today, an audio recording of the Mass will be available on the parish website. And I welcome, therefore, all who will be joining us on that recording and who are unable to be present here with us today because of the restrictions of the pandemic. Many people would have wished to have been here, and they send to this family their love, their affection and their prayers. It's with great sadness that we gather in this place, to say farewell to Betty, who was greatly loved by everyone. She was a woman who was incredibly warm-hearted, kind, generous, and wise too. Her life has been a great blessing to everyone who has known her. And people who met her over these years all had the same opinion of her. She had great qualities of kindness, generosity, wisdom, and a warm heart. At the end of our life, may she know uh, God's reward of peace and and blessings. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. O God, in whose presence the dead are alive, and in whom your saints rejoice full of happiness, grant our supplications that your servant, for whom the fleeting light of this world shines no more, may enjoy the comfort of your light for all eternity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. With God on our side, who can be against us? Since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit us all, we may be certain after such a great gift that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could anyone accuse those that God has chosen? And when God acquits, could anyone condemn? Could Christ Jesus? No, he not only died for us, he rose from the dead. And there, at God's right hand, he stands and pleads for us. Nothing, therefore, can come between us and the love of Christ, even if we are troubled or worried or being persecuted or lacking food or clothes or being threatened or even attacked. These are the trials through which we triumph by the power of him who loved us. For I am certain of this, neither death nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing exists, nothing still to come, not any power or height or depth, nor any created thing can ever come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ Jesus our Lord. The word of the Lord. a reading from the first letter of st paul to the corinthians be ambitious for the higher gifts and i am going to show you a way that is better than any of them if i am all the, all the eloquence of men or of angels but speak without love i am simply a gong booming or a cymbal clashing if i have the gift of prophecy understanding all the mysteries there are and knowing everything and if I have faith in all its fullness, to move mountains but without love, then I am nothing at all. And if I give away all that I possess, piece by piece, and if I even let them take my body to burn it, but am without love, it will do me no good whatever. Love is always patient and kind. It's never jealous. Love is never boastful or conceited. It's never rude or selfish. It doesn't take offence and is not resentful. Love takes no pleasure in other people's sins, but delights in the truth. It's always ready to excuse, to trust, to hope, and to endure whatever comes. Love does not come to an end. The word of the Lord. Please stand. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Please sit down for a moment. Amazing as it seems all of you were here just a short time ago on January the 25th for the funeral of Betty's husband Jim. He, like Betty, had died suddenly. For him it was in the first days of the new year. We could never have imagined that in such a short space of time we would be here once again, this time for Betty's funeral. Who could have thought in the space of six or seven months both Betty and Jim would have passed away and who could have ever thought that there would be such a short space of time between their respective deaths Betty had a fall an accident at home after having been taken to hospital she hoped to be able to get back home again it wasn't to be the case her condition worsened and she simply passed away The news of her death was like a bolt from the blue. No one could have ever expected it. Today we offer Mass for Betty at the end of her life and we ask the God of gentleness and mercy to fulfil his promise, to grant her peace, to reward her for her kindness and to reunite her with those that she loved. We can think of her in no other place than in heaven at peace after all of our work here on earth. That passage from the gospel that we've heard today reminds us that it's God's will that all of us should be where he is, at peace in the Father's house in which there are many rooms, rooms not for the few, but for the many and for all. All of us are journeying through life to that place. We will get there in the end. God will be waiting, the door will be flung open, the table will be set, our place will be ready, and God will not disappoint us. Betty was born on the 7th of November, 1935. Her maiden name was Elizabeth McCormick Ferguson. Her parents were Jeannie and James, her siblings Sissy, Tilly, Billy and Jean delighted to see Jean here today with us as well. We moved to Eastfield uh, when Betty was just 10 months old. She attended Eastfield School, just a stone's throw away from her home. She was brought up in the war years. Her mother worked at the bomb factory. Her father was a sergeant in the army. After the war, the family emigrated to Canada when Betty was 13 years of age but only lasted six months. I think maybe they were homesick. They returned to the same house in Eastfield and all managed somehow to squeeze in. Betty finished school at Gateside Secondary School. Her working life began at the cooperative. She advanced to the bookbinding company Collins and then became a machinist in a hat factory. She would later tell that she made a hat for John Wayne in his film The Quiet Man and a deerstalker hat for Prince Charles. Another job that she had was the conductress on the trams and when the trams phased out and the buses. She met her future husband Jim and they started going out and were married at St Colm Kills in Rutherglen in 1963. She continued to work at different places and helped Jim in his work as a publican. The two girls, Liz and Bernie, who are here with us today, both of those girls were very special to them. And Betty was very close to the girls, and they were close to her. The girls just loved everything about their mum, her gentleness, her kindness, her goodness. She has meant everything to them. She's blessed to have grandchildren too who are here with us today Robin and Gemma and Lisa and Megan. And uh, their great-grandchildren as well, Rupert and Skylar Rose, these were very special bond uh, with their gran, and they loved their gran very much. Loved their stories, loved their humour, loved their zest for life. It's a great blessing in their life to have such a loving gran. It will always be a blessing that they will be thankful for. Betty was indeed a remarkable woman in many ways. She had a great ability, as you know, to make you laugh with all of those stories that she told. And she had a great memory for things and a great ability to relate a story. Usually, one story led to another. People liked her very much because she was so nice and so pleasant in her ways you always felt that you were in the presence of someone that was really good, really good. And she, of course, had a great sense of style, like blingy things, like buying new clothes and wearing them as well. In recent weeks, believe it or not, she was planning to buy and wear a yellow leather bomber jacket. <laughs> biker style. She never... She never, ever got old. We must also mention the incredible work that she did looking after Bernie over these years. Day and night she looked after her and saw her through many hard times of illness, kept her spirits up and kept her going. She was a remarkable woman, and of course this was done over decades. Never complained, never wanted to do anything else. In fact, that was a whole lifetime of work, for she very often found herself looking after and nursing the sick and the elderly in the family. She was a remarkable woman, good, kind, thoughtful, considerate, and very warm-hearted. She will never, ever be forgotten by you all. Today, we thank God for this life, which has meant so much to so many. A joyful life, a hard working life, a generous and kindly life, a life of a beautiful person that has made such a difference to all. Thank you today, Betty, for your good and generous life and for your kindly ways. Thank you for the joy and beauty that you have brought to life, and thank you for the warm heart and for the ways in which you have made yourself available to everyone. May you rest in peace after your journey through life, and may the good Lord reward you in every way, today and always. dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May
1: the, Lord the sacrifice at
0: your hands. may the offerings of this sacrifice be pleasing to you, Lord, so that the soul of your dear servant, finding through your mercy the pardon she sought for all her sins, may exult forever with all your saints and praise you in glory for all eternity. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, for he is the salvation of the world, the life of the human race, the resurrection from the dead. Through him the hosts of angels adore you and rejoice in your presence forever. May our voices we pray join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. Holy. Holy. whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in this resurrection. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Please stand if you're able. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant our peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Normally if you're going to take uh, Holy Communion just come forward uh, to the sanctuary area here but uh, because of the circumstances that we're in just now if you'd like to receive Holy Communion instead of coming forward what I'm going to ask you to do is just to stand in your place and if if you don't want to receive Communion but you'd like a blessing then just to place your hand on your breast uh, and I'll be able to give you a blessing. So if you'd like to receive Holy Communion uh, just now uh, then just to stand in your place. If you'd like to receive a blessing, just uh, stand in your place. If not, just to remain seated. As we receive these heavenly gifts, we give you thanks, O Lord, and humbly pray that the soul of your servant, Elizabeth, freed, from your son, freed by your son's passion from the bonds of sin, may come happily into your presence. We ask this through Christ our Lord.